Hello, my name is Andrew Gomison, and it is my privilege each and every week to join you for the Speaking for Him podcast. It is my hope that this podcast will give you something to think about throughout your week, and that it will give you the encouragement you need to continue on the journey that we call the Christian life, because we know that it is a marathon and not a sprint, and we need each other. Well, last week on the show, we started out uh, this year with an interview with my good friend James, and it has gotten a lot of listens, and so I'm very grateful to everyone who listened to that testimony. It was a very powerful conversation, and I'm just excited about the passion that James shows for the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm really excited about what this next year could hold for our friendship, especially as we, Lord willing, collaborate on the podcast But I just wanted to take the time today to talk a little bit about what I see looking ahead for 2024 on the podcast. You know, one of the most exciting things, albeit the most challenging, is coming up with fresh content to challenge and inspire and encourage you, the listener. So I want to say off the top here, and I will remind you later in the episode, that I am always looking for new ideas on what to do for the show. So please do not be afraid to contact me with the contact information that will run at the end of the show to let me know what you think should be covered. Maybe you have a specific question that you would like answered on the show, or maybe you want to share your story on the show. Whatever the case may be, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know how I can be of service to you on this podcast. Well, I want to start out today with our quote of the day. We are just fresh into the new year, and I am still very excited for what it holds and very prayerful that God will open up doors that no one can shut and close the doors that he does not want me to go through. Uh, but as you saw from my wrap up a few weeks ago of 2023, God did some miraculous things in the life of the podcast. And so I'm looking forward to much of the same this year. And here is a quote that I think will be a good way for us to kick off this episode. New Year's Day is a good time to fix one's eyes on the only one who knows what the year is to hold. And that is a quote by Elizabeth Elliot. And of course, we are a little ways out from New Year's Day, but we are still pretty fresh into the new year. And I think fixing our eyes on the one who holds the future is a good way to start every day. And so I hope that that is an encouragement to you. And I want you to know that that is the heartbeat of the Speaking for Him podcast. My main goal and desire on this show is to honor God and to encourage other people to seek Him with their whole heart. And I really appreciate the opportunity to step behind this microphone twice a week with that goal in mind. Of course, the Culture Watch podcast is continuing. Uh, We just posted a new episode on Monday after two weeks off, so I hope that you'll have an opportunity to check that out if you have not already. But I really appreciate the opportunity to share news and current events from a biblical perspective. And as I said, 
above all, I hope that it just encourages you to engage with your neighbors and friends and those around you about the issues that affect us all within our culture and look at them through the lens of the Word of God. So I want to start out today by just looking at some of the things that I'm anticipating for this podcast year of 2024. It's so hard to believe that I started this podcast journey in 2012, and now we're here in 2024. It's it's surreal to me to think that that is the case. Uh, this episode puts us a dozen episodes away from our 600th podcast episode. And so I'm already starting to think, how do I best want to commemorate this 600 milestone? Uh, when I hit 500, you you may recall that I uh, did a live broadcast from Brands, and that was a fun, encouraging time. I'm contemplating perhaps doing another remote podcast, perhaps not, uh, but I have not yet decided exactly what form that 600 will take, but I'm very excited to reach that milestone uh, because it's just another testament to God's faithfulness that we've been able to come up with content on a weekly basis to encourage the saints. I know that a lot of podcasts take hiatuses, but I have just felt convicted over the years that I need to continuously produce this weekly dose of encouragement for the church and encourage them to serve the Lord with everything they have. And God has come right alongside me and said, here's what I want you to do. Now please do it and I will bless you. And he has done that. And I'm no one special. I'm a imperfect sinner apart from the grace of God. But God saved me and he changed me. And I just want to share the encouragement that I have received from my full embrace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The next thing that I want to mention on this list of things coming in 2024 is that I had the privilege uh, last fall to see an early screener for a movie called Ordinary Angels, and I will be releasing my review of that movie the week of the release of the movie, and that will be February 23rd, 2024, is the day that they're planning to release it. So it will probably be the first Wednesday in March when I release my review. I'll have to double check the schedule. Um, but I think it will be the first Wednesday in March when that review comes out. I'm really looking forward to sharing this powerful story with you. And I would encourage you to look into this movie and to support it when it comes out because it's a true story. It's very inspiring and encouraging. And I'm very glad that the Irwin brothers uh, make films like this that we can all enjoy. I just really appreciate the work that they put into producing films that everyone can be encouraged by. And the exciting thing to me about the Irwins is that most of the time they produce true stories. And there's nothing more exciting to me than a true story of what God has done in someone's life. I think I've told you before that interviews 
are among my favorite things to share on the podcast because there's nothing like the power of a true story. The next thing I want to mention is I've been praying, as I have said at this microphone a few times, I believe, about the next Bible study-oriented series that I was going to do on the podcast. And I discovered a an article uh, from the Desiring God website about the one another's in Scripture. There's 50-plus times in the Scripture when Jesus gives us a command or a thought about how we should treat one another or what we should do for one another. And so that is going to be my next podcast series, is to examine some of these one another's and to think about practical ways that we can put them into practice. And I'm hoping that my friend James will join us for some of those episodes and I'm just really excited about this conversation because when God tells us to do something for one another or to bless one another, he does it because he wants us to live in community. I think that's one of the things I most love about being a believer in Jesus Christ is that the picture is painted for us that the church is a family, that we are the family of God, that we are brothers and sisters of one another. And I just think that's really exciting. And we also know that we all have spiritual gifts for the edification of one another. And so I'm really looking forward to this one another series. And I hope that you will take the time to listen to these and learn along with us about what it means to practice the one another's that Jesus put into Scripture. So I'm really looking forward to that. Some of you know that I have done several times in the past a Bible in 90 Days reading plan. And I will be doing that again March 1st. And I'm really excited to kick this off. And so I am letting you know, my podcast audience, that I would love to have accountability from you about doing my readings each day. And if any of you would be interested in joining us on this journey, joining me on this journey, then I would encourage you to reach out and let me know. And if enough people do reach out and let me know about their desire to do this plan, then number one, if you reach out, I will send you the plan in a PDF. So reach out at Andrew at speakingforhim.com. That's Andrew at speaking the number for him.com. And I'll be glad to send you that plan. The second thing that I will do if I have enough interest is I may start a Facebook page where we can record some of our reflections, some of the things we learn on this 90-day journey. Allow me to tell you a little bit about why I chose to do a Bible in 90 days plan. As I've been growing up, one of the things that has often come up through my father or other people around me is this idea of reading through the Bible in one year. And I have attempted 
to do that several different years. I've tried several different plans and I always am very gung ho at the beginning of the year. And then I kind of stall out mainly because most of the plans are read from cover to cover. And when you get to Leviticus and numbers, it's a little bit more difficult to read because it's more dry. Um, and it's just harder to apply it to your life. And so you can get bogged down and then disoriented and then kind of give up. Several years ago, though, I discovered the Bible in 90 days reading plan, which admittedly is a lot of reading. It's 30 to 45 minutes a day reading the Bible, and you get through it in 88 days plus two grace days. So in other words, if you miss two days, you still fulfill the 90-day plan. And when it first was brought to my attention, there was a 90-day Bible that you could get that divided these readings into the proper days. But you don't need the Bible in order for this plan to work. You just need the Bible of your choice and you can use the plan, which I have found in a PDF. And I think I've done it four or five times now. And each time I've been blessed by three months through the entire Bible. Now, I will say a couple things here. First of all, let me say that you don't have time for exhaustive study when you're studying at this pace. When you're reading at this pace, you are reading fast and you don't have a whole lot of time to study what you're reading. I understand that. So you are basically reading to accomplish the task of reading through the Bible. But what I will tell you about it is that it helps you put the Bible together as a complete story in a way that other reading plans don't. Because within a month and a half, two months, you're through the Old Testament so that the third month you're on that New Testament and all of the Old Testament prophecies that are fulfilled in the New Testament are much clearer in your mind because as you're reading Matthew, you can be like, well, I just recently read Malachi. I just recently read Zephaniah. I just recently read whatever prophecy you can think of and it's fresh in your mind. So I really think that there is merit to doing this plan about once a year. Now, I will admit that there was a part of me at one point that was like, well, I could read through the Bible four times in a year if I just continuously repeated the Bible in 90 days. But I don't think that's really an advisable thing because you need the time to process what you've read after that experience and you also need to be able to slow down with your Bible reading, I believe, the rest of the year so that you can do more in-depth studies and so that you can get more out of your Bible reading. So this is not a substitution for deeper Bible study, but it is an enhancement of the Bible study you already do. And if you're someone like me who really wants to meet that goal but you never have done well at meeting the Bible in a year goal, the Bible in 90 days could be the thing that will help you to do that. 
the next thing I want to mention is that I always have a number of interviews that I would love to do on the podcast. I put in a lot of interview requests as part of my work on this show. But the Karen Kingsbury interview that I did in November was like a five-year process of finally having the timeline up for us to sit down and do an interview. And it was a real blessing. I really enjoyed my time with Karen, both on the mic and off the mic. And I really felt fulfilled and just really excited that God allowed that to happen. So I would just ask for your prayers uh, that God would lead me to the interviews that he wants me to do this year. Remember last year I started out with a goal of one interview a month and then I didn't have any in January and I thought this is going to be a long year and I'm not going to meet my goals. And then I had interview after interview on my highlight show. I think there was only one show that I shared with you that wasn't an interview. And so that was a blessing to be able to look back on this past year and realize that I had so many interviews because really interviews are what I like to do the most uh, because I like nothing more than having a good guest take over the show in the best way and just share their story and to be able to let Jesus shine through them. So I always am looking for new interviews Some of the people that I have reached out to in the past, which I will be reaching out to again this year, include Francesca Battistelli, Sidewalk Prophets, Candace Cameron Bray, Kirk Cameron. I know these are long shots, but I also know that God is good and that if he wants me to be able to interview these people, he will open the door for those to happen. Above all, I know that the people that God wants me to interview this year in 2024 will be interviewed by me because God is working out his will even as I'm planning this podcast. The Proverbs say, man plans and the Lord directs his steps. So I'm just asking right now that you would pray for me that God would direct my steps to the people that he wants me to interview this year, and I'm excited to see what God will do through that prayer as I earnestly seek Him. And then, as I said earlier, I'm just looking for ideas on what to do with the podcast. Maybe there's something different that I've never considered before that you think would make a good episode or a series of episodes. You know, I really want to do more readers' theater as well. I have the scripts ready for Anne of Green Gables, and I would really like to bring that to life for 2024 on the Speaking for Him podcast. I realize that it's a different world than it was in 2020 when we did Pilgrim's Progress, and it really worked well for my theater buddies to be available to do Pilgrim's Progress during that time. But I really want to continue with Reader's Theater because I think the reading is important, and I think that having a multi-voiced edition of this book, Anne of Green Gables, to go along with my Christmas Carol recording and my Pilgrim's Progress recording would be a great thing. And of course, as I said, any ideas that you would have for future content. 
I've also been thinking a lot about things that I could do that were more oriented to children. Um, I've really been enjoying listening to the Children's Bible Hour classic broadcasts on the Bible Broadcasting Network. And I, I feel like that was an important part of my childhood that without BBN would not be existing right now. So I've even been thinking about what can I do to make some children's oriented podcasts. I don't know what that's going to look like or even have a real plan for that. I just know it's something that I've been thinking about. So if you could continue to pray for me in that regard as well. I definitely try to make every episode of the Speaking for Him podcast family friendly, but some of the topics we discuss are definitely not children's topics. The final thing I want to talk to you about in regards to 2024 uh, is that the chosen season four is done and will appear in theaters uh, in February. It sounds like they're going to show the entire season. Um, and I will be reviewing the season um, probably as it comes on the chosen app. I may go see it in theaters. I, I don't know if that will happen. It depends on show times and how everything lines up. But I've been very blessed by the chosen as a series and I'm looking forward to what season four will bring. And I hope that these reviews bless you. If you haven't heard anything from the last three seasons, you can go to the playlists for The Chosen. Seasons one, two, and three of The Chosen all have their own separate playlists on my audio website at speakingforhim.sermon.net. So make sure that you avail yourself of those. And as I said, I'm looking forward to the season that Dallas Jenkins calls the most challenging yet. As I end this podcast episode, I just want to look at a couple different scriptures dealing with newness, the word new in scriptures. Uh, that is so exciting to contemplate. And I just have three thoughts with three scripture verses to end our time together today. The first one is from 2 Corinthians 5.17. This is an oldie but a goodie, something that we're all familiar with if we've spent much time in Bible-believing churches. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And again, that's 2 Corinthians 5.17. And my friends, that's what Speaking for Him celebrates. We are new creatures if we trust the Lord Jesus Christ. If we are born again, we have started a process that will culminate when Jesus returns. Paul said, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is faithful to complete his tasks and to keep his promises. The second verse and thought that I want to share with you today is his mercies are new every morning. 
Lamentations 3.22-24 says it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. Whatever you are facing in this year of 2024, know that you do not have to face it alone. If you trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you can trust him to walk alongside you and to be with you and to give you strength and comfort for whatever you face in this new year. The final thought about newness that I want to share with you today is we are waiting for a new heaven and a new earth. In Revelation, John writes, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And so this passage talks about how John is given a glimpse of what the new heaven and the new earth will look like once sin has been vanquished and Jesus comes back to take his rightful place as the king of all the earth. And the first heaven and the first earth are going to pass away. As I often tell people, I believe in the Big Bang. But what I believe about it is that it's coming. Because in Peter's epistles we read, the elements will burn with fervent heat. The end of this world is destruction, but there will be a new heaven and a new earth. And then John says, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And then God says, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God shall be with them and be their God. He is that now, but now we see through a glass darkly, but someday we will see him face to face. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Right now we've all gone through our share of sorrow. We've all been to funerals. We've all said goodbye to the people we love. But one day, God will wipe away all the tears from our eyes, and there will be no sorrow or sadness, only joy in the presence of Almighty God. 
the psalmist said it this way, Thou hast shown me the path of life, and in thy presence is fullness of joy. And that's what we have to look forward to. Even as we're experiencing joy today, we will experience even more in the days to come. And then we see that Jesus says, Behold, I make all things new. And then he says, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And he says that if you're thirsty, he will give you of the water of life to drink freely. My friend, if you've looked everywhere seemingly for hope and you don't feel like you have any, might I encourage you to start this year of 2024 by looking to the only one who can truly give hope, the one who says, I am the living water. Whoever drinks of me shall never thirst again. And of course we know that physical thirst comes up over and over again. We can't drink enough water to never be physically thirsty again. But if we trust Jesus Christ, we never have to be spiritually thirsty again because he will quench our thirst in a way that no one else ever would or can. Jesus is the answer. And I hope that today, if you have not yet embraced that, that you will make the decision to trust him and follow him into the unknown of this year. My greatest desire for you, my friends, is that you would love and honor the Lord Jesus and that you would find him to be your perfect peace as I have. Well, that's about all the time I have for this week's episode. Again, I'm so thankful for everyone who listens, please share this with your family and friends. That's how more people find out about our show and what we do. And that's how more people get encouraged. And so I'm super excited anytime people share this content. If you haven't already, if you could drop a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be helpful in getting the word out about my show as well. Well, with all this being said, I will simply say, have a great week and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 